Principal Matters Podcast, episode 208. Hi friends, this is Will Parker, host of Principal Matters, the school leaders podcast, where each week I bring you inspiring, innovative, and imaginative ideas for your own school leadership. This week I want to talk about celebrations and challenges in the new school year. Today I'd like to just start with a story. This time of year, when the green stalks of corn begin to brown and yellow, and the once moist kernels begin to harden into dry grain, I'm reminded of fall. And as I've been driving across Oklahoma and Kansas highways recently, the sight of corn brings back memories. If you have ever shucked corn, you may know the difference between the sweet smell of corn on the cob versus the drier, dusty smell of corn harvested in the fall. When I was a boy, my granddad would pull an ear of corn from a nearby stock and he would peel down the feathery husks and then he'd hand it to me and say, take a bite. And as I did, I'd be surprised by the little bursts of flavor, even in the kernels that had not even been cooked. And later in the fall, I would climb into the cab of his John Deere combine tractor and watch as the rows of stalks of corn would be pulled into the bowels of what I thought was a magic machine with rumblings and rackety sounds, the combine would cut and thresh the grain, shooting clean piles of golden corn into an awaiting tank. You know, seasons like this help us keep time. For the farmer, he knows that this is the time of the year to start getting ready for harvest. For the school leader, we know this, this is the time of the year that we begin another school year. I not only miss this time of the year, those thoughts of my granddad working, but I'm missing the normal things that I would usually see happening in our schools. Buses lining down community streets to pick up kids, family cars lined up in front of schools to drop off their children, boys and girls wrangling thick backpacks and band instruments and sacks of lunches, while weaving and stumbling their adolescent ways into buildings. During normal times, principals standing out front to wave at parents and say hello as they deposit their motley crews of treasured love and labor at the schoolhouse doors. And teachers standing proudly outside their classrooms, greeting kids with high fives or fist bumps, crossing guards, moving kids across busy sidewalks and cafeteria workers, moving them through long lunch lines. Remember those times when life seems so normal, when the rhythms of school and work and business and life all intertwined into what we knew then as life in general. Life when you saw all those faces without masks or shields. But this year, our rhythms are just not quite the same. Some schools have opened for in-person instruction, there are varieties of protocols involving masks and disinfectants, and others are providing remote learning options. And some families have their children in full-time virtual learning. And even though schools have started back in person, and some are doing really well with various levels of success, others have met challenges. Some have already closed. 
whatever choices your school has made, I can guarantee that it's unique for your community. But no matter what the opening of school has looked like for any school community, I don't think anyone's been able to stop that energy or that excitement that comes with the arrival of a new school year. I know I've experienced that in my own family. And as I've begun to reach out to principals who are beginning school again, I'm beginning to sense that same enthusiasm from them. It looks different across the nation. Recently, I've been hosting a mastermind on reopening for principals from all across the U.S. And as we've discussed their protocols, I'm hearing so many different ideas. Some schools are canceling band programs while others are moving forward with specialized bags over instruments that can be sanitized between classes. Some schools have set up lanes and hallways so traffic only moves one way. Others are concerned about safety protocols for outside activities as more teachers want students in outside places. Some school officials are supporting it while others are wrestling with how to ensure adequate supervision. Some schools are canceling extracurricular activities altogether while others are still on schedule for after-school events. I've talked to principals whose lunch times mean students are staggering those times throughout what would normally be one lunch might be three lunches, so fewer kids are eating together. Others in younger years may have students eating in rooms with teachers and their assigned classmates. Some schools are extending advisory periods in the morning so that that extra time allows students to begin their day with just one teacher and also gives them extra time to get students in the buildings with temperature checks. In whatever ways your school is beginning, I'm imagining that you're also figuring out ways to enthusiastically welcome back your people and your teachers. For some of you that are just welcoming welcoming them back for professional development, I know that means that they're coming back to welcome back signs and chalk-drawn sidewalks boasting we love you and messages to teachers who are coming back for the first time to their classrooms reminding them that they are heroes. Students are feeling that excitement too. They're waking up early again. Some are logging into meetings while others are showing up on campuses to find old friends. And I bet it's safe to say that no matter what hybrid or in-person approach you've chosen, that there's a bit of that energy and enthusiasm in you too. Even kids with at-home lessons are busily organizing their school supplies and others are writing out schedules and taping them to the their refrigerator doors and students are nervously logging in or texting their friends quick messages about which teachers that they've been assigned. It's here. And even if the crop looks different this year than it has any other year, this is the season that we've all been waiting for. And how are principals facing both the celebrations and challenges of this new season? Well, I asked that question recently to principals about ways that they're welcoming back their staff and teachers. And here are some ideas that they've given me. One, buying t-shirts or handing out years of recognitions, pins and hats and mugs and sweatshirts or dividing staff among their admin teams to make phone calls to every person before they arrive back on campus to give them a voice-to-voice welcome, Uh, creating a Padlet online so that staff can drop in for ideas and questions on any topic and share those digitally, using digital chats before school has started so that these meetings can rebuild community with teachers, writing personal notes to every staff person to welcome them back so they have something in the mail from you before they return. 
being funny, wearing goggles or funny costumes to virtual meetings or to your first in-person meetings, utilizing your social media campaigns to introduce teachers to your community, telling people through newsletters, five things to know about my new teacher. One principal told me he set up a chocolate station for teachers so that anytime they're stressed, they can come down and grab a treat. Just today, I reached out to several principals in my own state in Oklahoma, and I, I asked them, what are some of the celebrations and challenges that you're facing? And here's a few things they told me. One middle school principal, Kyle Hiltebrand from Clinton Middle School, told me that so far they've had no cases of COVID. They've had six out uh, for exposure, but these were already away from school. They are using things like Zoom and Canvas and YouTube and they're struggling with codes of absences and how to handle reports exposures and how to legally tell teachers that some kids are gone while not violating their FERPA standards. Another principal, David Beeler from Jinx High School, told me that overall they're accomplishing a lot. They've started completely remote right now. And so they're understanding distance learning in new ways, but they're figuring out how to overcome those ways and how to serve kids in special education populations and EL needs LaDonna Chancellor from Bartlesville High School. They've been back in their building. They've been mandatorily wearing masks, and it's not been an issue for the kids. They're celebrating the success of having started, while some are still teaching virtually, and the challenge of teachers that are trying to manage both in-person and virtual responsibilities. What are some ways that you're experiencing the celebrations and challenges of this new school year? Because as you think about the start of school, I bet you feel the excitement and the challenges at the same time. And either way, my guess is that no matter what happens, no amount of protocols or hybrid approaches are, is going to be able to muffle the excitement that's in store for you or for your kids. So let's rest, wrap this up. One of the coolest moments during a harvest when I was a kid was when the combine tractor would pull up beside the grain truck to empty its tank into the open bed of the truck through an extended pipe and the grain would shoot out in streams, a golden blur that bounced off the metal floor, the sound of ricocheting corn bullets ting tinging until slowly giving way to the softer muffle of growing piles of yellow. And when the tank was finally emptied, if I was lucky, my granddad would let me climb the ladder up the side of the grain truck and slide my feet into the awaiting mass. To him, that grain meant money, but to me it was a treasure hoard for climbing and digging. As you think about the treasure that's in front of you this year, I know that ultimately those are the kids who've been placed into your hands. And no matter how hard you've had to work to create protocols and ideas for how to serve them and teachers, don't forget, don't forget to also enjoy the, the joy the pleasure, the happiness that comes with reconnecting with your school community. Because the principals I'm talking to who are reconnecting those relationships are beginning to remember the reason why they worked so hard this summer. Well, that's it for this week. I wanted to end this conversation this week by also giving you a free gift. Several days ago, a friend of mine at Ohio's State Department of Education reached out to see if I'd be willing to share a welcome back video with some principals that she's serving. And since I provided it complimentary, I wanted to make it available to you too. It's called Why Your Leadership Still Matters. It's a 15-minute 
video conversation with me with some photos of my son Jack, some stories that I've told in other podcast episodes that you've heard, but it, but you might find it helpful and encouraging for you or for your own leadership team as you start this school year. And if you do, feel free to share it out with others. You can find a link to that video at my website at williamdparker.com. Just look for episode 208. Well, that's it. I hope that you are having a fantastic week. I hope that you remember that what you do matters. And I'll talk to you soon.